good morning and welcome to episode 181. I think it's 182. Maybe 182. 182. Yeah. Wow. Episode 151 rum was 30 episode 30 two, one episodes ago. 31. Yep, 31. <laughs> you got it. You're all over it, bro. Uh, wow. Episode 181. Oh wait, one eighty two. We just said that of yeah. the of the Sunday Conversation podcast. Um, we are presented by. I'm I'm with our presenters, our sponsors, Taco Casa. Oh well, I should say Loyalty Liquors first because they're the mm-hmm. OG Taco Casa, um, Dickie's Barbecue, and One Stop Convenience. And we are hosted by Aaron and I. And we have done this 182 times. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue to do it. Um, Aaron, how was your week, pal? My my week was good. We've actually done it more than 182 times. Yeah, you're right. Like, a, a like handful of fuck-ups. <laughs> I was going to say like maybe like 186 times-ish. We've... We bring this up like every 10 mm-hmm. episodes or so. We bring this up like every 10 episodes or so, but people forget we recorded our entire first episode and then lost it. Um, uh, my week was good, Ben. Actually, speaking of loyalty liquors, I wore my uh, loyalty liquors Under Armour polo to work the other day. Um, and, okay, uh, that's exciting. Which is kind of funny because people are like, what's loyalty liquors? And I'm like, oh, it's a liquor store. And people are like, so you're wearing another liquor store's polo like in my store? Like, yeah, they're in Texas. I mean, it's not, you know, no, none of your customers are going to go to Loyalty Liquors. Like, well, I mean, maybe and hopefully they do. But um, but my week was That's good. Then we got to we I, I need I need your input on one thing, but we'll we'll do that after. I have to recap uh, Oyster Fest last week. Be very quick. Uh, went to Oyster Fest. Didn't have a single oyster. OK, so next. Um, you wait, you're kidding didn't have a single one. Nope. Just not. like because you were like talking and hanging out and drinking. Or so like because... so it's it's like um or, you know, or or are you about to tell me like they didn't have oysters? No, oysters. no, they had oysters. <laughs> so I, I think the oyster port like to buy oysters was cash only. I didn't have any cash. So we were going to grab a beer at a bar and I was like, all right, I'll go get I'll get you know, I'll get cash and then you know go get some oysters. And one thing led to another and yada, yada, yada. And next thing you know, it was 830 and we were walking back to the house and I was like, I didn't have a single fucking oyster. Like, what the hell happened? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> had a great time. Oyster Fest was a blast. Didn't have a single oyster. Probably would have not been as drunk if I had eaten something during the day. But uh, anyways, um, Ben, what I need your advice, opinion on, your input on. I'm going to a uh, polo match today, and okay. uh, I need I need some lingo. I need I didn't first of all need to know how polo works. I have no understanding of the sport whatsoever, um, and you are my resident <laughs> polo expert. Um. Okay. Well, where is the polo match? That's exciting. There's a there's a polo grounds in in Hamden. Oh, sweet. Um. Well. So you're going to go to this match and it's going to be a good time. Some, uh, so everyone, like, I don't know how it works there, but there's usually like a, like 
it's usually a bunch of rich guys and then they have a pro that like works for them and then like the way i've seen it before so like the pro the rich guy is on the team but then he also gets his pro on his team if that makes sense so he pays to bring a ringer correct Okay. So then, like, you know, the ringer can, like, set them up to score or just score. Um, They're all going to be wearing jerseys. And the jersey number is the reference to how many goals they usually score per match. Oh, weird. So if okay. some guy's wearing, like, num- number, like, seven, he's, like, supposed to score seven times every match. Okay. That's a lot. Like yeah, if a guy's if a guy's wearing number two, like he's try he you know two he's good for two goals. Yeah. Usually, I think the higher numbers are like four or five, something like somewhere in that range. But so they play like instead of like hockey or, well, hockey's the only one that has periods, but like <laughs> there's no quarters. Yeah. There um there's chuckers. Okay. It's called the chucker. Uh, like C H. U K K E R or something okay. like that, Chucker. And uh, I think there's usually like six or seven Chuckers, and they're like each like two minutes long or something. Oh, okay. So it's relatively quick. Well, yeah. But then like they change out the horses on the fly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're sitting so on like, the bench and <laughs> they just jump the board. Well, like the next horse is like that's where you get like the, the, the person who does your tack and everything, the groom, they like get the next horse ready. Yeah. So like basically some guy's just going to go balls to the wall. His horse is going to be like, <laughs> like, br- like breathing, like hilariously funny. And uh, he'll like jet off, jump on another horse, get back out there, like run around. That horse is like sweaty, chilling, whatever. Um, and it usually go but like you know they play one game but then they'll have like you know whatever like 20 games during the day gotcha you know like tw- like and they have all different like levels um and it's just what it's, a goal is one and, and a goal th- that's the thing i yeah I, i'm pretty sure a goal is like one you're it's like it kind of looks like a rugby you know it's just like two sticks on the ground it's yeah. nothing like um like crazy it's not like a net and uh yeah you're trying to you know advance the ball off the field and pucks in deep score cycle balls in (laughs) balls deep (laughs) run hard pass Um, pass shoot score but yeah honestly it's it's pretty neat it's it's a pretty cool uh pretty cool thing shout out my my boy marcos villanueva he's he's uh he's who taught me this stuff about polo he's from argentina and uh yeah yeah i I don't i don't know a lot i just know that no i just want to have something yeah i don't want to just go there and be like i don't know what the fuck i'm watching you know and i because i was i was in bed friday night and my boy elliot who i bartend with texted me he's like you want to go to a polo match on sunday and i was like that's the most random text i think i've ever gotten <laughs> i was like yeah sure i'm down so i was like good, good thing i got an ace in hey, the hole that i can ask these questions to 
Um, I was gonna say you're probably gonna want to wear like your really nice loafers and like something fancy. Yeah, well, that's a, so. Him and I were talking about that because it was like it it like I don't know. It's it is. The, I looked up the polo ground online, and it's you know it isn't Ham, it's Hamden, Connecticut. It's not Fairfield. Yeah, but there's nice parts of Hamden. You yeah, there's nice. Spring, you ever heard of Spring Glen? I mean, I think that's where I think Hamden. that's where it is actually. <laughs> it's well, really nice. Um. But uh, uh, no, it's Giant Valley. Excuse Giant Valley Polo Club, um, which of course is a play on uh, Sleeping Giant. But it looks like people actually here. Here, this is a good picture. Yeah, people are dressed like pretty nicely in this picture. This guy's wearing camo shorts, so he obviously, you know, it's not. Is it Dylan? <laughs> uh, sorry, Dylan. That I you know don't mean to laugh. That was funny. No, um it was funny he laughed but, too but uh yeah so that's that's my sunday so i'm excited for that other than that my week was uh i mean work is brutally slow so it's just whatever it's the dog days of summer but um that's that's about it for me man low-key week how was your week how was uh how was hanging out with our presenting sponsors um it was great we went over to uh seaside so that's where like the truman show was filmed so if you can think of like just a perfect little town that's what it is i didn't even um, know did, did i know that when i was down there that they filmed the truman show there well in seaside it's like an hour and a half oh okay here. still you know so yeah no it's i mean 136 natchez lane that's where that's where truman's house was or is oh, or that's the house they used or whatever right um but uh so we, you know, whatever, brought the bikes over there, had a great time. It's just crazy how, like, the water is, like, so blue over there, but then, like, an hour and a half down the way because of these rivers that pop out over here. It's just, like, just so much darker, the water. But um, besides that, that was all great. And then yesterday we came back here. So it's Sunday morning right now, true Sunday conversation. So yesterday we came back here and uh, Trev and his wife and their baby came and they're hanging out here for a day or two. And uh, just when they were down for the wedding, they saw no part of this. It was very, um, very much busy, we'll call it. So like, yeah, they didn't really get to see where, you know, we lit. You were here for that Thursday night thing. Right. So that was a little. You know, that was cool, you know. Yeah. We got to like kick it and not <clears throat> have to have to do things. <clears throat> but besides that, um there's a hurricane coming, supposedly Tuesday or Wednesday. So you know, gearing up for that a little bit. Not not, not like gearing up, but like, you know. Just keeping it in the back of our mind. Yeah. So, um, Ben, how? Forgive me. Forgive my ignorance. Um, is the Panhandle doesn't you, like? I know the Panhandle's gotten smashed by a couple hurricanes, but like for the most part, you guys end, usually end up being all right as far as hurricane season goes, right? See, I don't know that because, like, you know, you could argue that, like. I mean, New Orleans is only a few, you know, like Katrina smashed twice there. Then yeah. you got, or, or not, not Katrina twice, but what? Katrina, 
and I forget the other one that went there. Um, then you got Hurricane Michael that absolutely decimated where I live right now, Mexico Beach. Yeah. Um, that was really bad. Uh, I know Panama City got one like a couple, like a year after Mike. So I would say, like, at this point, that kind of statement goes out of the window. I would say this area very much gets hurricanes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is part of being in Florida. It's, it's not like a, you know, oh, poor me thing. It's just like, you know, we don't have to deal with ice storms or maybe we do at some point. Who knows what the hell's <laughs> yeah, going to happen. Yeah, don't but... you just put that in the <laughs> universe. <laughs> and uh, Panhandle shut down. We got two and a half <laughs> inches of ice. And I mean, you look at like Dallas, they got what? 10 inches of snow two years ago or yeah. something. So I think at this point, it's safe to say that like weather anomalies are like sort of out of the like equate like i don't think anything's like an anomaly anymore anything can happen that's what i'm getting at it's yeah like, it's kind of oh snow snow in dallas never but like you're like you can't you're not going to say that because it's like happened three times in the last like three years right um it, it's yeah you know, it was it, we had 18 we had an 18 day something cold stretch here but below that, yeah you know, it was like 20-something degrees. It was the absurd. Iguan- the iguanas were falling out of the trees and shit. I- I'm sorry, not 18 day. It was over 48 hours under whatever degrees, like under 20 degrees. Right. But then it was like, you know, a whole, it was probably like 10 days of like chilly weather, you know. But yeah. either way, frozen uh, iguanas and, and uh, yeah, that's just what Florida does. Well, it's funny. It's not funny, but like you're right with like these extreme weather, like the changes in extreme weather and stuff. It's funny because like in New England, it's it like if anything, it's gotten you know depending on how much you like the winter. If anything, it's just gotten better because the winters are like mild and like they, right. there has not been like massive snowstorms every weekend. And I mean, even this summer. The only downside to this summer has been like it's rained like every Friday, like every weekend it's rained at some point. But like, like it's fucking gorgeous out right now. Uh, perfect day for a polo match. Um, so like New England just hasn't had as extreme. I mean, we've gotten some extreme like rainstorms, I guess. But like, but just like, you know, a lot of rain in a short period of time. And then that's been it. But yeah, um, extreme weather, man. It's uh well, I mean you're looking at like a lot of I mean what hurricane just hit California. I'm pretty sure hurricanes mm-hmm. aren't supposed to hit California. Like That's true. But aren't I they thought her, I thought hurricanes aren't even a thing in the Pacific Ocean. I thought they're called a typhoon or something. Yeah, uh did So I, now the, are they no, just cyclones like, spent cyclones. So are they just like screwing with us now? Like oh like Oh, like we grew up elementary school, no such thing as hurricanes there, but now we now there's just hurricanes there. Well, they changed it. Was, it. it was weird because I still have friends in San Diego, obviously, and and San Diego was like basically fine, but L.A. got hit pretty good. I don't know if you saw that picture of like Dodger Stadium it was just like it looked like uh, the floating Aztec capital city, where it was just you know 
it's just this stadium and then it's just surrounded by it looked like it had a moat around it um yeah i i fuck to fuck if i know ben but uh that's a decent segue into uh you know what obviously i think most people are aware of what happened on the island of maui um whatever that was two weeks ago i just had a couple things i wanted to comment on that you know we didn't talk about it much when it happened we've you and i have been kind of focused on our own worlds and that's a good thing right like i think that's uh an important thing is that we're focused on our own lives and not necessarily what's going on in the world um because it's all fucking depressing anyways but did you happen to see uh joe biden's uh speech he gave while he was on the island of maui or, or no so did he it. make it there he so made he it there. there he made it there and he gave a speech where he tried to compare what had just happened there with the time that he almost lost his corvette uh because the story is unbelievable he's telling the story and he says it's a it's a clear it's a clear sunny sunday and then he proceeds to tell a story of how uh, there was a lightning strike that struck something that ran into the the heating and ventilation for his house and uh, almost caused his uh, Corvette to catch on fire. So he almost lost his Corvette. And he's there on the island of Maui talking to these people who, you know, some of whom just lost everything they owned and gave an anecdote about how he almost lost his Corvette from a lightning strike on a sunny Sunday. Like <laughs> it's unbelievable that they're, they're still letting this guy talk. And I know he has to, but it's, it's fucking out of this world that, uh, that this is what's going on. Dude, that's, I'm just sitting here thinking like, you know they got something they can just control what he says. So why are they even saying that? Like you know, it's like put his earpiece in and tell him what to say for crying out loud. Not that. It, it's uh, it, it's just mind boggling to me. I did hear another statistic yesterday that was. But Aaron, is that let, let, let's like go deeper on that? Is that supposed to be like like um? this is like what they're thinking this whole thing is just like a joke. You know, is that like, you know, like, is that like, Hey, we like, is that them saying like, we really don't care. We really don't care. Joe, tell the story about your Corvette that the, the, that'll touch them. Joe. That, Joe. I think that's a good one, Joe. <laughs> I think, you know, like he's like, I, I don't think I want to tell the Corvette story. No, Joe, that's a good story. Joe. You that's know? a good Joe. Like, that's a good one, Joe. Just, <laughs> is that the same Corvette where you stored the confidential documents? Um, I think, uh, I think Ben, I, I honestly, at this point, I think the democratic party is going to kind of let Joe Biden hang himself. I think that with the, you know, cause there was not that long ago that information came out that, uh, the Biden family had gotten like $20 million through Hunter Biden's dealings in the Ukraine and China. And like that that's, has come out. That was in a congressional hearing. Um, it's been brushed right over. You haven't heard a peep about it from anybody. But I think the. No, you want to know why we haven't heard a peep about it? Because Donnie's on a T-shirt now. Yeah. yeah. No joke. Donald Trump is on a fucking T-shirt. I don't swear, but I'm going to swear about this shit. And my father-in-law said all along he was talking about 
he's like, whatever happens, they just can't, they they cannot arrest him because that mugshot will be the most viral pick. Like it's gonna, it's that's like bigger than the Mona Lisa now. And it already like, is. It my, is. My 20 year old brother changed his fucking profile picture on Instagram to it. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, they, they you know, they, they let him take a great picture. And he's, he looks, he looks like he's coming for the presidency in it. But, um, no, I, I honestly think what's going to happen is the Democratic Party is going to let Joe Biden kind of hang himself and so that they don't have to run him again because they know that he's going to have an extremely uphill battle uh in this next election cycle and i i don't think that they're confident he's going to win but they can't necessarily like the problem is too is that you've got kamala harris who's the like got the lowest approval rating of any vice president in fucking history uh so they're just they gotta strategize a way to get him to not run so i think to some degree they're gonna kind of let him hang himself and just say whatever pops into his head and and you know, I think we all know that that's not necessarily a good thing, but uh, it's not great. I did hear an in, another interesting little factoid yesterday. I was was getting somewhat caught up on the happenings of the world and the things that I've been missing the last few weeks as I've been involved in my own shit. Uh, ben, did you know that in 20 years, almost 20 years in Afghanistan, from 2003 to 2020, we spent somewhere in the neighborhood of about $70 billion. And in uh, 20 months of this Ukraine, Ukraine conflict, we've already spent more than that. Um, it is it is insane the amount of money we're, we're dumping into these places. Uh, to, actually, I just heard something interesting. Another interesting factoid about Afghanistan. Since we pulled out, which was about a little over two years ago now, remember that whole fucking disaster, we have given the country of, of Afghanistan $8 billion in aid. And almost all of that, the Taliban has just, you know, completely commandeered. So the United States is is indirectly funding the Taliban now uh, because they're, they're giving money to, you know, help the Afghani people that we just abandoned, obviously. And, uh, and so because the Taliban has full control over that country, they're just siphoning that money through uh, humanitarian groups right into their pockets. So the United States is now directly funding or indirectly funding the, the fucking Taliban. Aaron, did I talk about the gold thing last week? You did not. I don't believe you did. Anyways, We didn't talk about that little documentary I watched on Netflix nope. about the gold. Nope. So there's all these like... Is there hold on before I go here? Is there anything else you want to say about nope, that? Because it's, it's kind of like similar, but like I that's don't. the whole thing. It's like so you're talking about you know money just getting you know distributed. How you know we'll call it distributed through you know nefarious things, right? Well, yeah. There's a there's a documentary, and it's about um. Basically, this the gold in Peru. It's really good. You got to watch it. Okay. But I'll just like quick preface it. Basically, the gold. It's illegal to mine gold in Peru, but you can essentially pay the cartel, and then it's like they illegally sell it through Peru. 
So it's okay. like basically decimating the whole Peruvian, you know, every like people in Peru make like, you know, $10 a day to mine gold all day. And here's what happens in the United States is they ship cocaine from Colombia to the United like to Miami. They mm-hmm. sell it here. And then they have a hundred million dollars. Just this is like the numbers they were using, but like, okay, so you sell a hundred million dollars worth of cocaine here in Miami. Well, mm-hmm. you take that hundred million dollars and you go to a refinery in Miami. They're mm-hmm. like, Miami's just filled with gold refineries. You pay them a hundred million bucks and no questions asked. They'll get you a hundred million dollars worth of, um, unstamped gold basically okay it's just like it's not like me like it's it's like a mixture of like all different golds from different places okay all right and then boom they they give you your gold then you sell the gold and then bam that's how they're washing the money okay it's like it's way more in depth than that but that's like you know the gist of it and just like you just go to like think about every single thing, every single like conflict that's ever happened has really happened for like I um like a probably most likely a mineral resource, if that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Like all of the things, it's like, you know, the opium, the oil, you know, it's like we gotta go to where that is, you know prevalent is that a word prevalent yeah sure is all right well then we'd have to go over, over to uh the middle east you know it's like if you want bananas you go to the banana republic yeah you know central america if you want whatever it may be and it's just uh, like it's just crazy to think that like you know every war fought in history has really been fought for like a reason other than we're mad at them we're gonna go to war with them it's never the case it's they have something we don't have we can't get it we have to go to war with them take it over it's gonna be interesting to see what happens as this push for evs and and you know the the minerals that go into making electric vehicles and you know processing chips and and the whole deal yeah, cobalt mines, lithium mines, like all these things, gold mines, you know, like gold, like is in so many things that like, you know, granted, it's a very, you know, minuscule, minute amount, but it's, you know, it's in your cell phone, every, you know, every cell phone, every, yeah. you, you start to name it, you know, fillings and, um, I mean, it's endless, it's like. It's just, it's like a. Well, it's, it's interesting because like China controls something like 70% of the cobalt mines, you know, of the, of the active cobalt mines on the planet, China, China controls like 70% of them. And so you have this, this push to make electric vehicles a thing. And, and, you know, we've talked about that, that the, the fallacy that is a carbon neutrality you know, based on switching every car to electric vehicles. Um, but now you're going to have to go to, you know, to some degree, you're going to either have to become completely reliant on China or go to war with China because they're going to control so many of these resources that you're trying to push through as an agenda. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday. They we were talking about if 
the United States went completely carbon neutral, right? No carbon output whatsoever from from uh, just the United States, which is the third largest population in the world. It wouldn't make a goddamn bit of difference. the the difference The difference would be so negligible because China and India do so much carbon emissions that like it wouldn't change a goddamn thing. So you know, uh, I understand the the logic behind it. I understand the reasoning behind it. But it's like, is this really a noble pursuit that we should be going after as hard as we are, considering it won't make a damn bit of difference. And it, if anything, it's going to make us more reliant on a country that we're already probably too reliant on. Right. Right. It's like every, everything already comes from there. Yeah. It, it's literally it, it. And it's, you know, it'd be one thing if China was like, uh, you know, just like a happy go lucky country, just, you know, happy to do the work and, and all that stuff. But it's like, you know, China is trying to become the, the, preeminent world superpower like very clearly you know they're they're you know they want a hot they want a hostile takeover taiwan they you know commandeered hong kong they're they're very clearly trying to push their own agenda and the united states is basically like well we kind of don't have much of a choice we're just along for the ride at this point so i don't know man it's uh yeah the future's scary. Like, what do we owe them Oh yeah, you know a couple, you know a couple trilly, ten trilly, couple twenty two, trilly, couple two tree trilly. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all laughable at this point, and I think that's a great way to bring it back to this is why you worry about your own life and what you have going on because at the end of the day, you can't change that yeah. much, and it's, you might as well just change the things you can change and worry about what you can control. Totally, man. Well, hey. I mean, should we just go ahead and say, you know, live your life and and that's it? We'll just end it for today. Come back next week, see if anything changed. Yeah, I mean, we're we're running up against the clock anyway, so I think that's a I think that's a perfect place to end it. We caught some people up. If if we if we are your preeminent or your uh, your uh, first and foremost stop for news sources, we just caught you up on things that have happened two weeks ago. So, you know, it's like living in nineteen twelve when you had to wait for the newspaper to come out. That's that's better. Yeah, we're, we're the audio newspaper except, of the except internet. The, except the printing press went down for two weeks. And, oh, uh, Ben. Here, I'll, I will leave you with this. this. I found this to be very interesting. This is something else I learned today, or not today, this week. Did you know that prior to the printing press's invention, they didn't understand that people had differing uh, uh, levels of vision? Like, you know, how, 2020 and 2030, all that stuff. Okay. Until, the, until the printing press was invented, they had no idea that people would have better or worse vision. And the reason they found out was because the printing press had standardized typeface, you know, the size of the, because it was, you know, printing it, the, the typeface was the same on every book. And so they started printing it and then they started to realize that people couldn't read the font from as far away as other people. And that's how they started to realize that people had differences in vision which then led to the creation of the corrective lens or, or eyeglass lenses. It's I'll tie this all together, which because of the invention of the corrective lens, 
led to the invention of the telescope, which then led to the discovery that the Earth was not the center of the solar system, that the sun was the center of the solar system. So therefore, the Gutenberg Bible, which of course was the first mass-produced book by the printing press, led to it the downfall of religious canon to some degree because the Bible tells us that the Earth is the center of the universe. But because of the Bible... And people realizing they had different vision, which led to eyewear, which led to telescopes, which led to the discovery that the Earth is not the center of the universe. It then immediately uh, contradicted religious dogma and what is said in the Gutenberg Bible. So there's your fun fact for the week. Aaron, that was unbelievably well um, executed. Good job, because that was uh, that was interesting. I've, how interesting is that? I found that to be very, very interesting. I was listening to a podcast. I would have thought that they would have had eyeglasses well before the nope. printing press, but apparently not. Yeah, late late fifteen. I think late fifteen hundreds is when the the eyeglass uh, eyeglass lenses came around. So there's your fun fact for the day. Out of bank. You can take that to the bank. Nice. And if it's wrong, well, it's not my fact, so I don't really give a shit. Um, If it's wrong, it was so well executed (laughs) that it may be right. Might as well be right. That's sales, baby. Say anything confidently, and it's true. Um, But, uh, yeah, Benny, let's wrap it up. I know know you got to go hang out with our presenting sponsor some more. I got to get ready for Polo. Uh, but, uh, we'll chat, uh, we'll chat next week. Like we usually do. Uh, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.